0: Hello everybody and welcome once again to another edition of This Week in Appa. I'm your host John Aslan and well, you know, spring training has started, uh, card sets are out for the most part and uh, the weather, well, shouldn't be too far away from springtime. I know the uh, uh, the groundhog saw his shadow and to be quite honest, I can't remember what that means, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, We are uh, into the month of March, and spring training games have started. Uh, A lot of things are going on in the sports world, and we are going to talk a little bit about APA, as we always do here, and about the beginning of the regional tournament season. Our first regional tournament was held uh, at the end of February, and it was in Chattanooga, tennessee it was put on by steve ryan and mike carrer and it was a scenic city shootout uh, a second season for that and we are going to uh have the great honor and privilege to have steve ryan on as my guest here for this uh edition of this week in happy we'll talk about the tournament uh, he'll talk about uh, what happened, who won, and many, many other things. And that will be straight ahead. So don't go anywhere, everybody. Stay tuned. I'll be talking with Steve Ryan as soon as we come back right here on This Week at Apple. Welcome back, everybody, to this week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan, and my guest today is uh, a good friend of mine. I guess I can call him a good friend. I met him down at the uh, most recent Apple convention last June. He was the Apple Go champion at the uh, Apple convention in Alpharetta, and uh, just this past weekend, uh, he was part of a uh, a big, actually hosted uh, the first regional tournament of the 2020 year it was the scenic city shootout in chattanooga and my guest today is stephen ryan steve how you doing old buddy
1: doing well john how are you
0: well i guess i couldn't be better i could get a little more sleep that always helps but uh but i'm doing okay well that's good to hear (laughs) it always is and i'm still going so uh now you uh uh, you are, are have been playing Apple for a long, long time. We've talked to you before, uh, so we won't uh, go into your history of APA because we know what that is. But uh, mainly want to talk about uh, this first tournament of the decade, in fact, uh, the uh, APA uh, Scenic
1: City Shootout. I believe this was just the second year for the tournament, was it not? That is correct. We had it about this same time last year. And uh, last year it was kind of wide open. And let anybody bring any type of ATBA endorsed teams mm-hmm. with the door for Charlie Fouché to bring some of his Negro League teams. Right. And we had another gentleman, actually, Robert Weibels, who was going to take over right. the, uh, Charlie's website and manufacturing the Negro League teams. Yeah. He wasn't able to make it this year, and then he wasn't able to make it last year, but I actually met him, and I believe, uh, Mr. Herson ran a picture in the newsletter of Charlie and Robert having a uh, dinner at Catfish Place.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw that. Uh, I saw that that was put up and uh, it looked like you guys were having a great time. And uh, of course, we just lost Charlie uh, a couple of weeks back uh, to a battle with cancer. And uh, uh, Charlie, just a great guy. I never had the opportunity to meet him. I had him on the podcast. Uh, last year, but uh, in just a short time that I was able to chat with him, you could just tell what a character guy he was, and I and I know you know that. Right. Yeah, I was
1: able to meet him several uh, times over the summer. I was able to go down there and meet him at the school where he taught. Right. And we were able to roll some games, and then, of course, probably more importantly, we would go to uh, the Chuck Wagon restaurant where they had all you – catfish on friday night and we did some damage yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah it looks like you could have probably they they probably saw you coming and saying hey wait a minute now we (laughs) we better keep an eye on you because uh uh you're you're a big boy now uh, steve we we know that you could probably put down some catfish
1: well i think charlie did some damage he probably did (laughs) a little more damage than i did (laughs)
0: <laughs> well you know what let's not kid ourselves i think we could all do some some catfish eating uh, at, at any particular time especially especially when it's all you could eat but yeah that, that sounds like a great time and uh again it's it just um, you know sad news we got about charlie a couple weeks ago when you mentioned uh, bob weibel was going to take over and uh keep running with that uh, uh negro league ball that uh uh, Charlie started and, and doing the uh, the cards and, and things of that nature. We're going to have Charlie – or uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Bob on the on the show. In fact, we're trying. We've been trying for about a month to get it together, but our schedules just haven't meshed. But uh, we'll have Bob on and be able to talk about the different things he is doing to uh, uh, keep up uh, what Charlie has started and what I know he would want to see continue. Um, let's get to the tournament that you just had. Um now you had, I believe, you had fourteen uh, attendees uh, at the tournament in Chattanooga. Is that correct? That's correct.
1: I believe there was about uh, nine or ten from last year, and yep. had four or five new people.
0: I gotcha. So, right.
1: Of course, we lost Charlie, and then yeah. there was a couple other guys couldn't make it for various reasons, mm-hmm. but. uh, 14 was it really worked out well with the space we had, and uh, we just had a really good time,
0: yeah. I mean, that seems to be that that is the real theme of these uh hyper regional tournaments is just having fun, getting together, uh, some with old friends, some with new friends. Uh, and uh, it's speaking of themes, uh, what was the theme of this year's tournament?
1: We uh, we went with 1961 Ford. I believe, and uh, we had the teams with a 475 winning percentage up to a 525, oh, we okay. wanted to have, you know, let some people do some research and pick out some teams they would like that fit well with their style of how they like to play, and, mm-hmm. and it really worked out well. We, uh, of the 14 teams, we had a, of course, Charlie passed away a couple weeks before, well, about 10 days before the tournament. Right. And uh, Robert wasn't able to come, so that dropped us down to 14. And I didn't want to have two divisions, and I talked it over with Mike Kerr. And uh, with seventeen divisions, you have somebody always sitting out.
0: Mm, and right.
1: And they didn't want to come to the tournament to sit out. They came to play games. So, sure, yeah. So we, I just set up an all-round-robin schedule where everybody could play anybody else. And uh, I actually messed up the schedule, but that's... <laughs> but, now, that's
0: where you needed your wife. You said she was like the administrator well, of the
1: tournament. <laughs> yeah. She she was a big help, but she left the schedule and stuff up to me, and I think I just ended up copying some stuff wrong from where I out and everything and did a grid to where everybody was playing different people.
0: But,
1: but we ended up, you know, everybody played nine games and uh, that we had four teams that ended up six and three and they were the four that qualified for the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then we had, uh, I think three teams ended up three and six. So everybody won, you know, a few games, everybody lost a few games. And uh, we were uh, waiting for the last game to finish up. And uh, I believe it was Steve Smith and Connor Honeycutt. And if Connor would have won, I think we would have ended up with three teams tied or four teams tied at five and four. It would have worked out where there would have been a log jam at five and four. Right. We would have had to have some type of because we didn't want to do run differential or coin flips or anything. We wanted to mm. play games. Play it out, yeah. To determine a tiebreakers. But Steve Smith won, so that gave us the fourth team at six and three. And mm. I'd talked to the two other guys that were six and three, and they had, based on who had played previously in the day, two of them hadn't played each other, so I went on ahead and matched those up and then I match the other two up just because you know I have, you know the like to say the purpose is playing games and meeting people. Sure, sure. So you wanted people to play people they hadn't played before. And right, worked out really well.
0: And and I, and I really like the the theme because it, it, you had a, a small window, uh, of a high uh, four hundred winning percentage to a low five hundred, which means all your teams are are, are for the most part going to be pretty evenly matched, which is pretty much the way it ended up with a lot of teams six and three, five and four, uh give or take here and there. And I and I really like uh the way you did that. Talk about you might already mentioned Steve Smith, who had the uh 2018 Washington Nationals, uh was part of the finals, but also uh Ken Wicks, uh, who had the seventy two uh Baltimore Orioles, right. uh Rob Wicks, who had the seventy two uh KC Royals and uh Frank Fumi, I think that's how you pronounce it. Right. Uh right. They had the 71 New York Mets. So, really, you got those three teams from 71 or 72 and then the 18 Nationals.
1: Yeah, it's actually Frank Fume. Okay. And uh, in setting, you know, the window, you know, I just wanted to mention this real quick. The window sounds like a small window, but there was about 395 teams to choose. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, it was a pretty good selection there. In the uh, first round, Ken Wicks played uh, Steve Smith, and I believe he won two games to one. Mm -hmm. And then Frank Fume played uh, Rob Wax, and he won two games to one. And uh, then, of course, Ken played Frank in the finals, and I believe that was two games to one also.
0: Oh, so really evenly matched.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then we had four game rotations for the round robin. So in our playoffs were best of three, and so they had the option of putting that fourth starter. in, they could use them as a long reliever mm-hmm. or a short reliever, whatever they felt like they needed. Yeah, you know. But we also had a uh, twenty a twenty card roster limitation. Okay. And uh, if you had an asterisk reliever, he could only go one inning. Mm -hmm. And uh, the home team, if it was a non-DH team, then you didn't use the DH. But if it was a DH team, then, of course, you could use the DH. And I think we only had two or three teams from uh, 1973 forward that were American League teams that actually used the DH. Yeah, And I know Mike Kerr had the 2015 Tampa Bay Rays. And I believe in the uh, roll-off at the beginning of each game, because we just played everybody one time, he uh, won all the rolls, so he was always the home team. But I don't think it helped him as much as he had hoped it would.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sometimes that doesn't always work out for you. Right. (laughs) but uh, it really sounded like it was an evenly matched tournament. Everybody uh, uh, had a great time and of course uh, uh, congratulations to Frank Fume who who won it and again he had the uh, 71 uh, New York Mets and and, and it, it, it not only do you do you have the camaraderie and of course uh, playing out the baseball, but uh, one thing that uh, has been has been going on uh, within the last year, going back into last year, and it will be starting again this year. And started with your tournament is uh, the recognition of the uh, Randy and Lisa Walker uh, ALS, um, uh, kind of the APA Foundation for it, where uh, the each tournament raises money uh, to send towards ALS. Talk about how you you uh, broached that subject at your tournament.
1: Well, at the beginning of the day we started you know everybody was there pretty much by eight o'clock maybe a few minutes after eight and when we had everybody in the uh banquet room we went over the rules real real quickly and then mike Kerr presented the uh als foundation and uh, mentioned randy walker as a 2019 inductee to that the Apple hall of fame yeah and then we passed the hat and we raised uh um, I know the total was $255 and right? some of that was left over from the fee we had after we took out what we charged or what we ended up spending on food. Yeah. So uh, that helped a little bit, but yeah, everybody there was very generous and uh, I can't, to me that just seems to be a common theme with that community is there's a lot of really generous people that, they give their time, they give their money, and you know, it seems like there's just a lot of really quality people that have, you know, latched onto this game and seem to enjoy it.
0: Well, it, it it really is, and I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times since doing this podcast that that comes up, uh, uh, the character of of the APA community, and really the compassion. I I am struck so much by the stories of compassion that. Uh, Appa players have for other Appa guys and I mean the stories go on and on we I, I, I probably heard a half a dozen if not seven or eight uh, stories when I was in Alpharetta for the last uh, uh, tournament and they're they're really heartwarming and you know you think uh, you know these guys they're they're just out they're playing a board game uh, you know they don't you know they're, they're not going to think of the fellow uh, guys in their, in their league, but they really, really do. It is a very, very tight knit community. And just this, this thing with, uh, with Randy and, and Lisa and the ALS uh,
1: foundation really brings that forward. Yeah. that uh, like I say, I can't say enough about the fellow members of the community. They're just a great group of people. And uh, I'm just proud to be a part of it. Yeah,
0: and uh, and and again, like you said, for for to raise that kind of money uh, for just fourteen attendees, that's that's a really really uh, a great job and a uh, a great commitment that you guys made uh, to that foundation. You mentioned Mike Carrer who uh, helped you with this tournament. And We've had Mike on the program a while back, and uh, uh, you guys uh, obviously did a great job. Talk about your wife Chaz, who who really uh, plays a big
1: part and putting this tournament on? Well, she, uh, she helped do the food last year. She was mainly the person that did it. And this year, she or her sister had, they both took some days off work. So they were able to spend some time together and do some sightseeing around Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then they got some things together. They prepared some, uh, I think they had some white chocolate coated Oreos.
0: Oh, they made
1: goodness. on, friday and maybe a couple other things and uh then they you know bought the food and we ended up uh, comparing what we had last year with what seemed to be you know popular items and what we had this year you know we kind of learned from some things last year for example we had a sandwich tray last year that there were maybe three or four of the sandwiches taken and that was one of the more expensive items. So we cut mm-hmm. that. Off. <laughs> and, know, yeah. yeah, more Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be pretty popular. Yeah.
0: You, yeah. you really had me at white chocolate covered Oreos. I didn't hear anything you said after that. So yeah. I, I, I apologize, but, but no, uh, and I'm sure having haven't heard there uh, uh, really uh, uh, helped. And uh, you said she's like the, uh, uh, the uh, technical uh, advisor for you around the house with all your high tech stuff.
1: Well, I wouldn't really call me high tech, but <laughs> she, she does pretty well with that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, she had ordered the trophies for the tournament and she had picked up some, you know, local uh, items, like some little Debbie's cause little Debbie is, a plant just about 10 miles oh, from the yeah. house here. Right. So, uh, you know, we like to have a little bit of a local theme. And uh, another interesting thing that, uh, depending on how this year's national tournament turns out, last year's national tournament champion was runner up at in our inaugural uh, at the Scenic City shootout. And, uh, Amy Wicks was running yeah. last year and then she won the national tournament this year. So That's right. Mm-hmm. Rob seems to have the inside track on winning the national convention tournament this year.
0: There, there you go. The, the, the name is similar. The circumstances are, are, are similar. The Wicks name comes up a lot in these tournaments. You had two of them in the finals, uh, in the semifinals this year. So, uh, uh, yeah, they, they're pretty prominent as far as, uh, as the APA uh, baseball world goes. Now, you guys are, are looking to, uh, to put this together again next year, uh, but you're going to rename it? Uh, talk a little bit about that and, and where it's going to be held so people can get a little bit of a head start.
1: Well, it's going to be held in the same location uh, unless we have a population explosion. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to rename it the APA Charlie Fouché Shootout. Because I know when we, when I was able to get together with Charlie, he would always just kind of beam when he talked about, you know, the upcoming tournament and how Mm -hmm. he was hoping to make it that long. And back Mm -hmm. one of the last times we were able to get together was in uh, early December. And that was when I met uh, Robert Waddles and uh, Charlie was saying, you know, he was hoping he could make it, but he, you know, he just wasn't sure. Yeah, And his doctor had told him he would probably see Christmas, but probably wouldn't see Easter. And yeah, right. that ended up, you know, the doctor knew what he was talking about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, you know, Charlie was always, he was always so upbeat and positive because he said, you know, Hey, you know, if you keep me in your thoughts and prayers, don't, uh, don't pray for me to get better because I'm going to a better place. And, you know, he had that peace and assurance and, uh, he was just, uh, I think he was ready to go and, you know, he was just, uh, he was just very forthcoming in how he felt about it. And, you know, oh, yeah. like he wasn't afraid of it.
0: Yeah. And, and, and that really spoke a lot to his faith because he was very deeply steeped in his faith and, yeah. uh, and it came out and when you talk to him at any time you talk to him and, uh, really a great loss uh not only for the Apic community but for humanity in general. I mean, he did so many great things and and was so uh, uh highly regarded uh at the Negro League Hall of Fame in Kansas City and knew a lot of those folks there and uh, and they really thought highly of him and so uh uh you know we're always going to keep Charlie in our thoughts and and next year, the tournament being named for him uh, i I think will be great and that'll always keep uh uh, Charlie's
1: name alive well, as far as uh, as IP goes. And another, um, another thing, the the day he passed away, I get an MLB morning lineup newsletter. Yeah, and there was an article in there about the Homestead Greys from 1931 possibly being the greatest team ever.
0: You know, I read that. I get I get the same newsletter. Yeah, You're exactly
1: it, right. I
0: did see that.
1: And at the bottom of the newsletter, the author of the article had credited Charlie Fouche for a lot of the research. Right. And I'd sent an email or a text message to Charlie, you know, saying, Hey, congrats on the mention in this newsletter. And then I was clicking on a couple things and saw where somebody that he went to church with had just made the comment that he had, uh, passed away. And, uh, I you know, I was really saddened by that, but I was also like I say I was glad for Charlie. Yeah, as I knew yeah. That was what yeah. he wanted, but uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting way to find out somebody yeah. passed away. But yeah, quite ironic,
0: no no doubt about it. Um, so the uh, the 2021 Charlie Fouché Apple Shootout is going to be February 20th of next year. It's going to be at the Embassy Suites by Hilton in the Hamilton Room. Uh, in Chattanooga Tennessee um, I'm sure people can get it. first of all I'll talk about the theme for next year because I thought it was really interesting uh, touch on that real quickly
1: well we were I was going around asking people what they liked and didn't like you know about this year and a lot of people said you know well let's you know maybe mix it up with the themes and because they've seen other tournaments that you pick a team and then you can add a player from you know somewhere yeah. so we came up with a Basically, a playoff team that didn't play in the World Series, and then you can add a non Hall of Fame player from that same franchise to the uh, team. Ah, uh-huh. so very good. Yeah, for example if you chose the uh, I don't know, the 2004 Yankees because they didn't make the World Series, right? And then you wanted a non Hall of Fame player. To add to the team, you could maybe add a—I don't know—Bobby Mercer, yeah, you know, somebody that was a—you know—probably had a really good year, or maybe Thurman Munson, you know, whoever you right. add, but it would be somebody that wasn't in the Hall of Fame but played for that franchise. You know, that's it. That's really interesting. I've never
0: and I, I really get a kick out of the themes and, and, and the variations of them. And and that's that's very unique. I, I like the way what you guys came up with there. So it should be a lot of fun. Tell folks out there if they want to get involved uh, with next year's tournament, uh,
1: who they contact. Well, they can contact me and my email is uh, F.E.S.T.S.G.R.B.E.R. at AOL.com um I know that's a mouthful <laughs> and uh with my southern accent it might be hard to understand it but I'm on the Delphi forums yeah I'm on the Atma baseball group yeah under Stephen Chass Ryan and uh, you can send me a message there and my wife will probably set up an event page for us at some point and uh, we will have the team. Uh, selection will start on noon the Saturday after Thanksgiving, which I believe is November 28th or what? 28th.
0: Yeah. But yeah. That'll
1: give, that'll give people plenty of time to do some research and play some games. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, not that they would spend, you know, the next, what's that, about 250- <laughs> 250 figure out what team to bring to this tournament. But right. you know, that would be, uh, you know, just. If it crosses their mind and they play some games, you know, it's uh, it, it's always fun selecting teams for a tournament about not as much fun as it is playing in the tournaments. I'm not going to lie, but
0: right. I agree. But I it's agree. a
1: lot of fun picking the teams and going through this, you know, and just mm-hmm. saying, wow, I forgot this team was a really good team, you know. Oh, yeah,
0: and it is. And, and then, you know, like you said, if you want to try them out and roll some games, uh, it, it, uh, the whole process is, is really a whole lot of fun uh, from start to finish. And uh, uh, you and Mike and, and Chaz did a great job this year uh, with the shootout and uh, certainly looking forward to it again. You know, Chattanooga is not that far from me, Steve. I, 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 may, I may contact you uh, I may, and I may talk to you. I'm sure you're going to make it to Alpharetta for the uh, convention this year. So uh, I, I may talk to you about it then and maybe get involved in that uh, uh, and uh, pick a team uh, late November. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you. That'll be great. But again, Steve, uh, great tournament, great job. First uh, APA regional tournament of 2020. And uh, we will see you in Alpharetta sometime
1: in June, my friend. Okay, well, thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to seeing you and everybody else in uh, late June down in Alpharetta. You got it, buddy. Thanks again. Thanks so many for your time. Okay, thank you. You got it.
0: That's Steve Ryan, who uh, he, along with Mike Kerr and uh, his wife, uh, Chaz, uh, Steve's wife, Chaz, put together uh, the 2020 uh, Scenic City Shootout. That's a mouthful. Uh, And uh, did a great job, as usual. And the winner of that uh, was Frank uh, Fume, uh, who had the uh, 1971 new york met so thanks to uh steve and we're going to take a break and when we come back we'll finish things up from right here on this week in appa i am back for the final segment of this week's edition, or this edition, I guess, of This Week in Apple. I want to thank Steve Ryan, my guest, talking about the Scenic City Shootout. I also want to let everybody know that next week, we hope to be talking to uh, Rich Zawatsky. Pastor Rich is putting on uh, the tournament in Michigan, big, big Greater Michigan Tournament, a whole lot of participants, and I can't wait to talk to him about how he gets it all set up and The logistics of it but it's a very popular uh uh, regional tournament we'll talk to uh, pastor rich uh next week about that uh we also have a couple other guests in mind but i don't want to jinx it so we'll keep it at that also want everybody to keep a lookout for uh, dominic roby sierra's commissioner's corners still working on uh, putting all six of his segments together into one podcast So it'll be easy if you want to have if you have any questions about how to start a league, uh, how to run your league, uh, just about every aspect of leagues, uh, Dom covers. So uh, that'll be uh, coming up very very soon once I finalize uh, the segments and then shove them all onto one podcast. So that'll wrap it up. Want to thank everybody for listening and. Keep on sending any comments to the uh, Facebook pages, either the uh, Appa Games, Appa Baseball, uh, or the This Week in Appa page. Uh, you can also send a voicemail right here on the uh, on the uh, podcast site, the Anchor Podcast site. Uh, just uh, go ahead and click on to the voicemail, and you'll have one minute uh, to uh, ask me or tell me anything that uh, you want to tell me. And If it's good enough and interesting enough, I'll put it on the podcast. Until next time, I'm John Aslan saying so long. And thanks once again for listening to This Week in Apple.